Dude, I actually been started watching Star Trek and Next Generation again, or for the first time, and it's pretty awesome. I'm recording, by the way. Uh, uh, well, for for example, for people who are exploring places that no one has ever been, they find a fuck ton of people. <laughs> <laughs> who, who mostly look human except for their forehead patterns. <laughs> but yes, uh, We're talking about Star Trek. Yeah, but uh, okay, let's start this off. My name is Terry. You can find me on Twitter at Terry underscore Wingate. I have uh, here my brother, David Wingate. Yes, uh, you can find me at a- the Atheist POV. On the twits. On, and, on uh, the Twitter website. And I have Robert. I have Robert and Dino with me. I don't have a Twitter, but nice talking to you guys. And <laughs> this is the Nerdbot 9000. We're going to talk about a bunch of nerdy shit. Okay, did you hear Megan Fox just got um, cast in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Oh, that sucks, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, she could be playing April. Have you been watching the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles TV show? No, not at all. You not need to. For a second. Dude, you seriously need to. It's it's awesome. It's they don't have it for free somewhere. Uh, no, they don't. Oh, well, they do. I mean, I mean, well, it's it's the internet, so there are ways. <laughs> We're not but condoning I'm not it. Going through that much effort for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, dude. It's totally. I'm not it's... risking seven years in penitentiary and two hundred fifty thousand dollars per episode. You can you <laughs> so can. Teenage... Whilst in prison, you can create your own little band of ragtag people. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. What are you in for? <laughs> I was uh, I was. Bootlegging some teenage mutant ninja turtles. Oh, look at this guy. Let's fuck him then. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then there goes your your anal virginity. But uh, yeah. But okay. Not a, not an experience. Uh, it doesn't seem worth it. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of does to me. It's really good. I find it really funny. Like I'm gonna be getting there rammed in the ass, and I'm sitting there thinking Leo was awesome in that one episode. Now that I put it that way, it's not worth it. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay. Did you um? So did you watch the PlayStation 4 uh, press release thing? You know, I watched most of it, and when I found out that they weren't going to release any photos of what the system looked like, I could care less. Because you can show me CGI footage of video games. Uh, There was a picture on Reddit today that explained it perfectly. It said it had a high-definition picture of a crowd of people, and it was like, this graphics are amazing, I think. And that's exactly sums up exactly what it is because you it's so the camera's always unfocused and you're so moving so quickly you can't get a good focus on how pretty the world is yeah. and if it's CGI it's all not going to be what it looks like in the game anyway yeah yeah it's all cutscenes and we were watching it you know because we weren't there we were watching it on a, a live stream and it wasn't like the, you could go twenty two forty p or four eighty p and then there was best whatever that whatever that was it wasn't even like hd but uh like so it's like, like 281 <laughs> yeah so it's like it wasn't even worth it watching it i know there was there's the two games that i'm interested in were, were destiny you know the new halo game pretty much by bungie yeah that looked, that looked awesome and uh watchdog well, yeah that Oh, that's pretty awesome. But uh, which they're both well, coming I out. Infamous looked pretty cool, but I couldn't really tell. Like it was hard to get a fix uh, it, on it. I yeah, tell it didn't the show much. It was <clears throat> it was all a cutscene. PlayStation Two during the CGI. Events. Yeah, like it's I've like seen old, just as pretty stuff. PlayStation Two. Yeah, like Final Fantasy cutscenes back in the day. Oh, and the Final Fantasy guy, he he like got up there, and he was like, "We have an announcement to make. <laughs> We're going to make an announcement at E3." <laughs> <laughs> It was like wow. it was like what was the point of him even being there? No. 
But they uh, Capcom showed a cool looking game. Uh, what was it called? Deep Down. It was like a oh the dragon. And yeah, they were in um, they were in a thing fighting a dragon. It looked yeah. pretty cool. The, the dragon like got all close to the camera and everything. He was fighting it. It looked like really real almost. Yeah, and then and then the camera switched behind him and it showed like a HUD. So like you could tell that that was actual in game. I thought it was a cutscene until it showed the HUD, which was pretty sweet. I don't know, man. I I just I've lost I've lost so much faith in games. Like I just everything they make now just kind of sucks. Yeah. Well. Uh, well yeah. I'm well. I've been playing Crisis 3, and that game is pretty awesome for a first-person shooter. Yeah. It's got all the that I could want in it. It's pretty awesome. The I've badass s- suit, badass cutscenes. I've seen great. They have a new one coming out that looks pretty cool. I can't remember the name. Remind me of uh, Crisis also. What is it called? Uh, oh, that was the Killzone one, right? Yeah, Killzone. Kill, that's so the, that was like the first video they showed with Killzone. Um, yeah, that something. was the one that kind of like, they shouldn't have showed that first. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, and, and that old man, that old man that they showed actually kind of looked like the first Tom Lord. <laughs> uh, from uh, Quantum Dreams? The, the, I, I don't know. The, they showed some old man's face. and it was Yeah, just like, that's the Quantum Dream. That looked, that looked like so real. It was ridiculous. Yeah, they're the people who did. It looked did, like Doctor Who. They're the yeah. people who did Heavy Rain. And um, I, I mean that that looked awesome, but it's not a system seller. Like I'm not sold on the PlayStation Three yet. I mean, I mean E Three is around the corner, so maybe they'll. That's when they're focused on their they're trying to sell the system to us. But I hope I hope uh, Microsoft does a lot better. <clears throat> but um, I think Microsoft is going to blow them out of the water. I hope the Xbox when it comes in, it just has everything that we could ever want. And like just kicks ass. They're talking about raising the price on uh, Xbox Live a little bit, but I'm pretty sure, at, given the negative feedback that they've gotten over this, uh, don't resell games or whatever, they're yeah. probably gonna cut that and just go with whatever makes people happy. Because that's what they're. That's all that really matters. Is what the customer wants. Yeah, I mean, and they would they would pretty much destroy GameStop if they stopped doing used games. I mean, and you gotta think about the people who have low income, like myself, and I'm poor, and I go, I go to GameStop, and I see a game for like ten bucks. I'm like, holy sweet, I'm gonna buy that shit, you know? But and buy a new for sixty dollars. Yeah, there's no way I'm gonna. I can't, I can't shell out sixty dollars for a game that's like three years old, you know? What's the point? Yeah, and like, how are you gonna find, like, how are you gonna find a brand new copy of like, you know, Final Fantasy X? Like, they don't make brand new copies of that shit anymore. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you could, they'll probably switch to more digital stuff, but still. Kind of like the on-demand thing? Yeah, on-demand, but it would still be too much. I mean, you might as well buy a game that just came out last week as opposed to something that came out a couple years ago. Like I said, the, the, this, if they were going to do it, the way to do it is to not even say nothing. Don't 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 argue with the, the GameStop people about you know trying to resell games or none of that stuff. Just let it... Let it die out on its own by introducing a better downloading system. Like you get the games faster. Yeah. Offer them a little bit. Like offer them a little bit cheaper. Like ten dollars cheaper to download versus and and do the midnight release on the Xbox Live. Like how how many people would just stay at home instead of going to those stores at midnight to pick that shit up? Yeah, that's that's probably the best way to do it because if and they could save millions of dollars on uh like the the companies that manufacture the discs mm-hmm. and the booklets and. You know, they outsource all that stuff anyways. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. 
Yeah, if that, I mean, yeah, it's a good point. If they're not gonna, if you can't get buy them used, might as well do it that way, anyways, because it'd be pretty much a waste. And if you don't like, if you so you don't piss up people off, don't say nothing about the used games. Just let it die out on its own. And, and um, I mean, I'm, I'm always gonna want the um, the used or not the used, but uh, well, I do want the used. If people don't know, the used is probably one of the greatest bands. You can find them on Twitter at We Are the Used. So, uh, anyways, they're um, not that good. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was I saying? Oh, I wouldn't follow him on Twitter or another. <laughs> but, um, no, the uh, like a collector's edition. Uh, I would want that. And, you know, they only do a limited run of that. And if, like... Yeah, exactly. So why not just offer that, like, when you uh, offer it on the Xbox? Like, download the game for $10 cheaper or, or no. get the uh, collector's edition for, like, $50 more than what it would normally cost. Like, like in the store. But what I'm saying is, like, yeah. um, if they're not selling used copies... Uh, like if once you put the disc in your system, that disc can no longer be used on any other system. Uh, ten years from now, if I wanted to get the Mass Effect One Collector's Edition, I'm not going to be able to get it, you know, because yeah. it'll be gone. But uh, anyways, I guess we'll shift focus a little bit. Did you watch The Last Walking Dead? Yes, yes, man, that was amazing. Yeah, it was. Freak. Fantastic spoiler alert for anyone who has <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, if you haven't seen the yeah, when did it come out? Uh, on the twentieth, the, uh, the week? last weekend. Yeah, the oh. Sunday that just passed. Yeah, it's past Sunday, sometime in February. If you're not caught up yet, you know you're about to get spoiled. Um, what was your what was your favorite part? When the governor sniped that jail dude. Oh yeah. I literally like oh, I literally yeah. jumped up in my seat because I did not I just did not see it coming. They had such a genius way of trickling off the people that worked for the governor. Like, the Mexican guy kind of went missing. And yeah. then the governor kind of went missing, but they made it seem like it wasn't that big of a deal. And then the, enough time went by where you just kind of forgot about him. And then all of a sudden, sniper fire. Yeah. And that dude gets shot in the face. And then and the funny thing is, none of nobody was able to hit anybody else the rest of the time. <laughs> <laughs> they got one good shot off. You know. Yeah. I mean, but then again, they're not soldiers, so... Mm. They you got know. one of uh, the governor's guys at least. Yeah, but that's about it. When I saw that, tr- when I saw that truck drive up and hit those gates and release those zombies, I was just like, "Man, that's so freaking awesome! That is exactly what I would have done. Like, that's yeah. so cool." Yeah, it was. It, I, I could, to I, me, to me, I don't think that that would have been that big of a deal, though. I mean, Walker is yeah, an asset. Had, it, oh. Did I lose you? No, no. Okay. Uh, the uh, the walkers in the prison just seem like it just you got it. The prison is like I was talking to uh, Abigail and uh, I was telling her like the uh, there's multiple gates in a prison. Like yeah, they can get to the first gate. To just keep locking the doors on your way to the heart of it. Like zombies aren't gonna try to shimmy the lock. You know they're yeah. just gonna sit there. And then you, while they're standing there at the gate, just bash them through with a hammer one by one. Yeah, exactly. All you, all, all you need is time, and the prison gives you time. That's exactly what the prison gives you, time. Because at first I was like, when they destroyed the gate, when that truck destroyed those two gates, I was like, they're screwed. But then you see, um, you know, there's another gate protecting the main main entrance, so. Yeah. All they gotta do is wait till they get to the fence and just start stabbing them in the face. Even if all the gates yeah. are gone, you know, they still have the gates to the actual prison. And then, you know, it's a prison, dude. It's made to keep people out and keep people in. Like, so you, you, 
you shut the gates and then you go to the next area and shut those gates and then the next area and shut those gates. You know, there's got to be multiple, multiple gates before you get to the actual cells. Yeah. It's a genius place. To, it's a genius place to be. Like them talking about abandoning the place just pisses me off. Yeah, yeah. Because well, well, if you think about it, that that is that could. But what is it? What if like the zombies all pile up? Like there's a horde of them pushing down on one gate or something. They would probably knock it down like early in the series when they had that one gate and they all once knocked it they're down. Walkers, once they once they start getting to the gate, one by one, start smashing them in the face. Like yeah. they, they no, can't yeah, all. True, true. They're not smart enough to. But anyways, you know, we're talking hypothetically about what zombies would do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought Daryl was so badass in that episode. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I love how he saved that family. Like the 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 shift that he makes from the beginning of, of the show to, to till now it's like you know he went from like chaotic good which is a you know a dungeons and dragons term um to like pure good almost uh, and also when um he was talking to Merle and he was like uh we going to go back to that chinese guy he's like he's korean <laughs> <laughs> yeah and if you remember in um season 1 uh, there was a part where uh, Daryl called him uh, Chinese, and he said, "I'm Korean," you know. So that was a cool callback yeah. to that. And I like how, yeah. um, I mean, I, 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 at the end when when um, I thought Rick was gone, I thought he was gonna lose his hand or something, because you know he doesn't have his hand in the comic book. Um, yeah. When those two or three of them were like piling up on him. Oh yeah. I thought that was it, and then you know Daryl's arrow Darryl, came through, and Merle. and I damn near went homosexual for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Daryl, if I see you, I swear to God." <laughs> it was kind of cool because uh, how he's also grown, Daryl. Because remember, early on in the series, he was always always about his brother, following his brother in his footsteps. But like now, he's like taking the lead himself, doing his own thing. So like you see where he was like, "No, I'm going back to the, the jail." To go help my friends out, and Merle's like, "Screw it, I'll go with him too." Yeah. You know? Well, Daryl even said, "I'm going back where I belong." So yeah. So he feels like he belongs with the uh, with the group, and that's that's awesome. Because I was always sort of worried. That's exactly where it is. Yeah, and I was. I'm kind of worried though that um, Merle's gonna cause huge problems within the group. <clears throat> what do you think he's gonna do? You think he's gonna try to take over the alpha male role, out from Rick? I don't know. I have, there's, I have no clue. I really thought that um, Daryl was going to kill him right there when he was uh, having the problems with that family. I don't think he could. I mean, you know, it's his brother. Um, I mean, I could kill you if you ate my pizza, but, you know, <laughs> we're, we're two different two different people. So You know, if you were going crazy and you were hurting people, you know, I would have to put a stop to that. Like, I would just feel like it was necessary. Well, I mean, you could ask. You know, you don't have to go bash me in the head. Stop, stop like, taking dude, all those I'm things. I'm so hungry, and that pizza looks so delicious. <laughs> it's like too bad. But um. But uh, Crisis Three. Uh, I want to talk about some video games that I am excited about right now. Uh, uh, Crisis Three is uh, extremely badass. It's one of the coolest first-person shooters I've ever played. I love Crisis Two. I've never played the first one, but I love this, the second one and the third one. Is really really good so far. I mean, it, the, it's uh, the miniature cutscenes. It's just awesome. Like little thi- like I, I'm still in control of the camera and stuff, and it happens so fast. It's like I'm not sure if I did that or if the game made me do it. You know? Yeah. But like bad guys, like I just 
jump down in the middle of a fight. I, I like I'm I'm invisible. I killed like n- there's ten dudes. I killed nine of them being invisible, and then I drop down like ten stories, land right in front of this one guy. Look up at him. He starts shooting at me. As I'm walking towards him, I turn on my armor. And he switches from his assault rifle to his pistol because he ran out of ammo. And then he just starts shooting and gets to his last three shots. I grab him by his throat, lift him up in the air, and throw him off a cliff. Like, that is just awesome. Wow, the, the bad guy. <laughs> it looks beautiful. The bad guy actually ran out of ammo? Yeah, he ran out of ammo. And it was panicking. The closer I got to him, the more he panicked. Oh, wow. That's it was pretty cool. cool. Usually they have unlimited ammo. Yeah. <laughs> They're, uh, I hear they're working on a new Batman game. I'm extremely excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I saw. Um, I wonder if it's a, it's is it Rocksteady, the same people who did uh, Arkham Asylum and and the other one. Yep, same thing. I, I hope so. Last time they said anything about the games, they said that they were gonna do like a 1970s Justice League version of of uh, you know their game. But we know the Warner Brothers CEO or whatever said that uh, there's gonna be another uh, game in the Arkham series. And I'm if Kevin Conroy is back doing the voice, I'm 100 percent down. Yeah, I mean he's got to be doing the voice. I mean, what else is the dude doing? He's Batman. <laughs> That's true. And he's doing it for like 25 years, so I'm definitely down. For what that. do you think about the new uh, Star Wars movie? Uh oh, I saw. Well, if okay, if if Han Solo, I mean not Han Solo, um, Harrison Ford is back, and Carrie Fisher is back, and Mark Hamill is back as like. Um, you know, uh, the Obi-Wan type role, then I'm all for it. But if, if they try to do, like, an action movie with them, like, trying to do the action things, then it's just going to look sad. You know, it's like it's like seeing Arnold back at doing action movies again. It's like, oh. dude, you're too old. Give it up. It's like, it's like Grandpa, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, put the minigun down. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm pretty sure that that's the way they're going to go. Um, I saw a thing on Reddit earlier... <clears throat> Um, it looked like they were showing, um, like, the pe- possible um, play, like, possible characters, and it was saying, like, uh, 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 Princess Leia's um, and Han Solo's daughter, and uh, the, a daughter and two sons yeah. become, uh, like, one of them becomes a Jedi, and one becomes uh, a, a, a Sith. Yeah, then, I've, I've uh, heard about that, the... I haven't read the extended universe, but uh, what? uh, so what? What'd you say? I said I haven't read the extended universe, but I have heard that um, like the the daughter becomes the the Jedi and the the brother becomes the evil Sith. Um, but I also yeah, heard like that. also heard that uh, Luke Skywalker has a kid too. Um, yeah, yeah, he gets married with some girl that he met in some extended universe or some shit. And, and if it's about them, that's cool. But but what are they going to be battling? Is it is it are they going to be going up against the Empire or? But the Empire's already done, so they have to be like battling I mean, the Sith stuff. Yeah, it has to be the Sith. And that would be pretty. That would be pretty sweet but, if they do it right. I'm a little worried about J.J. Abrams taking over because you know he's been doing the Star Trek thing, and. I just want the two things to feel completely different, you know. And he uses the, the you know, the, the lens flares for Star Trek to give it that that look, that signature look. And you know, if if he throws one uh, lens flare in there, people are gonna like cry and complain. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, one of those people crying and complaining because that dude throws lens flares like motherfucker in every single movie he does. <laughs> well, yeah, it's 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 cheap. And I mean, it's super easy to do. Hell, I could do it with our with our Ghost Nova videos. If you're listening to this and don't know, 
I make videos on YouTube, youtube.com slash ghostnova. So, you know, plug. I just plugged. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's the look of Star Trek. If you rewatch it, it's not as, it's not as bad, it's not as distracting. But I'm one of those people who get, who gets lost in the story, no matter how many times I see something. So it's easy for me to forget, uh, you know, little shit like that. Um, I think coming out next, uh, Mass Effect 3 just announced some new DLC for the Citadel. And you don't care about really? that. You don't care about that, do you? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's interesting that they're still putting stuff out for it. Well, I think uh, this is officially the last one. This is the last one that they're going to do. And I just sold my copy of Mass Effect 3, so I'm pretty <laughs> I'm pretty heartbroken. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But, uh, skim through, do it online where you said you can buy and just start crying. I'll just, like, <laughs> find the script online and read it. <laughs> so it felt the same. No, um, Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider, are you going to get that? That's coming out next month. Yeah, actually, I don't really care for it, but Abby does. She really wants to play it, and I wouldn't mind watching her play if she got good at it. Oh, God. <laughs> but it looks pretty interesting. I think it looks pretty sweet. Um, I'm eating. <laughs> but that's all I got. I mean, I, I, I don't really know. What else can we talk about? Uh, and um, North Korea is getting uh, getting real frustrated, or not not frustrated. North Korea is threatening attacking the United States and uh, China and Japan. <laughs> they want to like fight people, man. <laughs> they're 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 getting pretty damn desperate. Um, I mean, our sanctions are like so hard on them that that you you heard about that guy who like killed and ate his. Stop. We had a malfunction. It stopped recording. But uh, but but next time though, I do want to get into uh, your atheist initiative um, because I know you're starting. We can go a little bit into that right now. Uh, all right, yeah, I'm okay with that. So, what is your atheist? And well, yeah, people who don't know my brother David, he's an extreme atheist. Is that what you would describe yourself as? Extreme extreme atheist? atheist. No, I would like to. I, I, I like to consider myself a hardcore skeptic. Oh. And I would. Con- myself an atheist as well. I mean, that kind of sounds like a cool name, extreme atheist. What about, like, ultra-atheist? No, because to me, atheism is a a single response to a single issue, so I'm not... I am an atheist, but at the same time, it doesn't define who I am. I I think a skeptic is more accurate about who I am. I get that. But basically, my objective is um, to try and spread reason as much as possible. There's a lot of people like me uh, now who's trying to get Something on the news. Some people think seem to think that there's money in it, but there's not at all. It's it's, it's really the equivalent of preaching at a church. Uh, I only am only interested in doing it because I believe that the people who go to church are a bunch of liars, and they're out to just take your money and deceive you and make you feel bad about who you are, so that you will. And it is a, I think, a little bit of a conspiracy, just so that they'll get you to vote that the way that they choose. So that that's what their church says. You can't be homosexual because the church is against it. You can't be married if you're homosexual because the church is against it. But that's a lot of the little things. The most important thing is uh, the parts about skepticism and epistemology. The knowing the difference about what's what the definitions of terms are, how we're going to use them, and 
expand our knowledge and understanding of what's important and just try to spread the word as much as possible. So I'm going to be starting a public access TV show whenever I can get my feet grounded. And uh, I already got a Facebook page set up at facebook.com slash view, And you can follow me on Twitter, theatheistpov. Uh, I'm wor- working on writing a book. I, I want to have a public access call-in TV show where I debate with theists and uh, try to explain to them why they're wrong is is that and, the, uh, that's about it is that the overall goal is to uh to is is it is it to spread doubt or is it to just to say you know you guys who are trying to control everything are wrong it is my opinion that my philosophy and my way of life is the correct way just like them just like when you see preachers on TV thinking that it, I mean if if Jesus is real they are right and what they are doing is good but I think they're wrong so it's my job to tell them they're wrong um some people would argue how does how does what they're doing affect you why why should it even bother you because uh People's beliefs aren't held in a vacuum. What you believe affects your actions. People make choices based on what they believe. They don't necessarily wait to know the, uh, the truth and all the answers. They, they take, take an assumption and they make a leap. They base things off things that they believe and they make choices accordingly. That's true. So it, it, it is. The, I mean, the religion holds a, has a stronghold in every aspect of our daily life. Yeah, a lot of people don't think about the specifics of does a deity actually exist or not. But we have people in Congress who make laws based on their religious beliefs, and it's actually supposed to be a secular nation, so that no law is based on religious beliefs. That's true. But that's Did... part of the reason why I have to stand up and fight, so we can have stupid, just so little stuff. Little things like in God we trust on our money. It is not that big of a deal to me. I don't give a shit. I actually I am quite fond. I'll, I'll take a I'll take a, a quote from uh, Louis the Vampire from Interview with the Vampire. I'm actually quite fond of looking at crosses, uh, but I don't. It, it portrays this image. Like say for example, if you were a Muslim, if you see in God we trust on our money, like. If you knew that they weren't specifically talking about your God, they're actually denying your deity and saying that there's the one that's real. But they, 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 they you know, if they said Yeshua, because according to the Judeo, there is no Judeo Christian. I mean, there's Jewish, Jewish people, and then there's Christians. Because most Jewish people deny Christianity because they say that Jesus Christ is not the second coming, that he is not. He didn't fulfill prophecy. So and that he, he wasn't ever the Messiah, right? Yeah, but that uh, his actual name is not Jesus, it's Yeshua. And, uh, uh, and his brother Noah. That, yeah, and the deity that they're actually <laughs> talking about, God, when they say God, and when it comes to Christianity when they say God, and Ju- Judaism when they say God, they're talking about uh, Yahweh. Oh. And uh, if they were more specific, if they put on in Yahweh we trust on the penny, even Christians would be like, oh, that's absolutely absurd because they don't even know what they're talking about. They don't even know that the deity in their Bible is that's talking true. about That's, that's definitely true. There's a lot of ignorance out there. And, and I mean, and not just on, um, uh, not to pick on Christians, not just on Christian sides or or anybody who's religious. Oh, there's, there's, 
there's ignorance in um, um, what I would call the educated community. Um, and that sort of makes it, that sort of implies that I'm saying that Christians aren't educated. But, uh, you know, to some degree, they're accepting ignorance is a form of not being educated, in my mind. And, uh, but, you know, it's all a learning process, the way I see it. But uh, to, to me, I'm fine with ignorance. I'm even fine with an accepted ignorance because uh, you can believe things under false pretenses. And if that's the case, it's not necessarily your fault for believing those things. My problem arises when people refuse to believe in things or refuse to accept things that are in their face. I mean, they sit there and deny things and try to discredit things that are that like like evolution, for example. There's no room. I mean, even even the Catholic Church says that evolution is a fact. Like, you cannot it, – it's not an option. Like, you don't get to just say it's not real. Like, what in the world – that's like saying gravity isn't real when we can demonstrate that. And then all you do wow. is sit there and say, oh, well, it's angels that actually pull you to the ground. Well, until you can demonstrate that it's an angel, we already have a scientific explanation for what ho- holds you to the earth. And we're not going to listen to you crazy-ass people who says it's angels holding your feet to the ground. Well, for, from, I mean, from my perspective – ridiculous arguments like that. From my, well, from Robert's perspective as an ethic um, – as an ethnic guy – it's uh, it's it's the white people that really holds people down, you know. <laughs> I have to fight it every day, but you know, <laughs> those daggum white people. But um, so there we have it. There we have our very first podcast for the Nerdbot Nine Thousand. Uh, we hope to do a couple of these a week um, about different topics of like from anything from comedy to 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 movies to, to television, politics. politics, religion. We'll get it. We'll be we'll be like your 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 sister's period. We'll get heavy and we'll be light sometimes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's on the internet now. <laughs> but uh, but okay, everybody. Uh, what do you say? Over and out. I guess is that what we say. Is that what we do? Over and out. I guess. Over and out. Over and out. Over and out.